0: Behold we the highway. It needs to be crimson for that. Yeah, we need We're to get doors. Closed. I always said, you know. We're
1: out here. Who's the table? The hard, 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 hard. Hard, hard. Yeah. Uh, it's already after 8 o'clock. So <clears> let's,
0: <throat> let's do the thing. thing Ta da!
1: Hello, lexicon of sewers and word chefs. I'm your head chef, AF Grappin. I'm your girl, mistress, Erin Kazmark. Welcome to episode 46 of the Melting Podcast.
0: Shit, we're live. <laughs> Those are other people.
1: <laughs> we are live there at are
0: people here.
1: Me? Live at Balticon 51. Oh my god, this is freaky. But it is awesome to be here doing our first ever live show. <laughs> uh, one, We've broken double digits. Uh, <laughs> and we have a ton of stuff to get through, and hopefully we have the time. We will not be going all the way to 9 o'clock, because we have consideration. Anyway, Erin, <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> what are we starting with today?
0: Uh, well, we started at the beginning with greetings and an episode... F- not what you were asking for, was it? No. No? Okay. Well, first of all, we, we, we'd like to, um, to, uh, to get ourselves warmed up with a, a little story. You know, something that seems to be popular that we do is our main ingredient stories. And uh, we will be asking for audience participation in a later segment, so hang on to your butts. But
1: thank you. Until then,
0: thank you. Until then, we have a story here from someone who's actually in the audience.
1: We have a main ingredient story that is based on a Stoke the Fire prompt.
0: Another the, cheater.
1: The prompt cheat is, prompt number 11, the <laughs> empanadas you just took out of the oven have exploded and something alive is emerging. So, Aaron, if you'll get us started.
0: This story is called The Nasty Pasty by cool. Julaine Hughes. <laughs> Before we start, one word. Spoon! Spoon! <laughs> wow, a lot of people responded. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Rain fell gently from a leaden sky. (laughs) Sorry. Rain fell gently from a leaden sky. Droplets tapped on the deck just outside the kitchen, drumming on the patio chairs the family relaxed in on sunnier days. Muted daylight dulled the brilliance of the gold and ruby autumn trees, but the yellow luminescence of the light inside the house warmed everything. Perry inhaled deeply. That's you. I I inhaled deeply. (laughs) The flaky... (laughs) This is what I deal with. <laughs> oh, wait. I was the instigator. Never mind. <clears throat> the flaky, meaty aroma of pasties baking in Graham's oven overpowered the sharp scent of the rain. This was his favorite kind of day. Gray, rainy, cozy. Most of his friends preferred playing soccer or Little League, but he traded it all. Bleh bleh. Here's a blooper! <laughs> but he traded all of it for... <laughs>
1: This is what the recording is really like, guys. <laughs> it's this bad. Me,
0: me flubbing everything.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're almost done with the first paragraph.
0: Second paragraph. Second paragraph. God. <laughs> but he traded all of it for succulent weekends baking with Graham. Perry couldn't believe he was finally old enough to help Graham make her special pasties, the ones with the secret ingredient that generations had passed down. He fingered the small box containing the treasure of powder and lifted it to its nose. It had a strangely earthy aroma, but added to the regular pasty recipe imparted something to the mix that not even Graham could define. Perched on the stool at the island with head in hand, Perry drowsed to the steady patter of the rain. He jerked at the blare of a buzzer.
1: (coughs) She she, she didn't know there would be sound effects. (laughs) There will be no more sound effects.
0: (laughs) I win again! Down. Blare of a buzzer. The shrill racket reverberated through his skull, but Perry calmed himself by breathing in that intoxicating fragrance. Don't just sit there, said Graham. Turn off that annoying noise. Perry raised an eyebrow.
1: Who broke your legs? (laughs) He
0: asked, then laughed.
1: Laugh again. (laughs) There
0: you go. (laughs) Graham snatched up the hot pads and threw them. Perry shut his eyes just in time before the flying mitts hit him squarely in the face. Ha! Graham cried.
1: Nailed it. Now move.
0: With a grin, Perry retrieved the hot pads, thrust a hand into each one, and pulled open the oven door. A wall of heat slammed against him, but Perry fought. There we go. Perry fought through it to grasp the tray with its crispy hot treasure. Taking another whiff, he slid the tray out and gently set it on the cooling rack. Sound still blasted the air. Perry, the timer. Graham plugged her ears. Perry finally turned off the buzzer. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> And she lowered her hands, because she was going to whack him just like that.
1: Speaking of annoying, that reminds me, said Graham. Who was that friend of yours? He shook his head,
0: surprised at the things Graham associated in her mind.
1: What friend? I have lots. Page two. The one who came in here to the Kalamitz pasty-fest with you at the end of June, from troll country. Nice boy, but he called these things...
0: Oh, that's me. She wrinkled her nose and gestured at the pasties.
1: Empanadas or some such.
0: Oh, Perry said with a smile.
1: You mean Pedro. Doesn't he know that pasties have been around longer than empanadas? Perry
0: shrugged and pulled a spatula off its hook on the wall.
1: He does now. You told him in no uncertain terms. I could hardly believe it when he said pasty or like it rhymes with hasty. Graham sniffed. Pasty, indeed. As if it was some sort of adhesive or a sick person's skin tone. Graham, I told Pedro before we got here that it rhymes with nasty. That lot of good that did. But ours sure aren't nasty, are they? They are luscious. It could have been worse, Graham. At least he didn't call them turnovers.
0: <laughs> that earned Perry a glare that could have cut through Lake Superior winter ice. <clears throat> Sticking out his tongue, he worked the edge of the spatula under one of the pasties. (laughs) These steaming pieces of heaven seemed like ambrosia. A bubbling sound and a slight movement under the crust hinted at the thick gravy inside. The spatula hit something solid. Oh, well done. (laughs) At first, Perry thought the pasty was stuck to the tray. But these were grams. She never burned anything. He pounded at the blockage with his implement.
1: No, I'm not doing it again.
0: I did. But it didn't budge. Strangely, his efforts seemed to make the pasty bubble even more. Parts of the crust poked upward as if something were struggling to get out. Graham gasped and grabbed a wooden spoon. Step back, Perry. He didn't have to be told twice. Leaving the spatula partway under the pasty, he backed away. Graham advanced on the savories with her weapon. There was a hiss and a soft puff. (laughs) 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 Sorry, how'd that go again? (laughs) Then the pasties exploded.
1: Apparently that's the sound of a pasty (laughs) exploding.
0: Graham yelled as pieces of meat and potato flew everywhere. I'm
1: not making that noise. I don't know.
0: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yes, we're really like this, I promise. The spatula clattered to the floor. That's not clatter. (laughs) As a mist formed, obscuring the tray. Something was waving. (laughs) You are something. (laughs) Moving through the clearing haze. Unwinding itself like a cobra from a basket, a bulbous shape attached to a vine rose into the air. Sparse, thin hair poked out from the bulb, and leaf-like appendages swayed as if
1: in a breeze. I already did it! I do it better. Copycat. Just read.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The mist dissipated, and Perry saw there were six of them, each about a foot tall, rocking as if to unheard music. His heart pounded as he retreated a few more steps.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) 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 Then bumped against the glass of the door wall. He stared for a tense moment.
1: Perry, stay right there. They
0: both watched the undulating shapes for a few minutes. Nice. Undulating. (laughs) It didn't look like they were going anywhere soon, so Perry relaxed and shuffled back toward Graham. She held the wooden spoon in front of her like a sword. <laughs> That's a pen. <laughs> Gliding slowly, co- slowly closer, slowly closer to the former pasties, Graham pointed it at the nearest growth. <laughs> a leafy arm swayed gently toward the spoon. She <laughs> she it back, and she said, I said successfully on the first try. First try. Okay. She glanced at Perry and he let out a breath. <laughs> Graham turned back toward the counter and reached out again with the spoon. The green arm extended this time and she let it grasp the end of the spoon. You did this on purpose. I did. <laughs> Graham, what are you doing? Perry whispered. Something that hasn't been done since my great-grandmother's day, she whispered back, flicking another glance toward him. If Perry didn't know better, he would say Graham almost looked pleased.
1: It's about time, too. After all these years, we're starting to run low. You be ready to open that door wall. The... the, It'll rain in.
0: He protested quietly. Just do
1: as I tell you, Graham murmured. I'm sorry, I didn't murmur that.
0: It's okay, I can forgive you this once. But get it right next time. Gone. (laughs) she slid the spoon sideways spoon (laughs) that was the face all that time saying spoon yeah a green shoot from the back of the tray reached toward the spoon i'm gonna glare every time i say it now and clasped it graham gave the spoon a quick shake and it was free the two plants squeezed together in a surge of pulsing leaf and stem. For a few seconds, a fat-foot-tall plant stood there, but then it pushed upward, growing skinnier as it ascended. Within seconds, there was a single two-foot-tall plant, where there had been two. Its head swung around wildly. I just cracked my neck. (laughs) The time for whispering was past. Graham, get out of there! Perry shouted. She appeared not to have heard him. As if mesmerized, she waved the spoon like a wand over the rest of the plants. They all touched the spoon briefly, then joined the two-foot-tall plant. Graham finally jumped back, and they both watched leaves go everywhere, fat stems lashing. Finally, it compressed itself into a ball of vegetation that quivered on the tray. Perry yelped. Yelp! (laughs) As detonations like firecrackers issued from the mass. Okay, they they make noise. Read. Graham stared silently, watching but not reacting. The explosion slowed. (laughs) Be ready with that door, Graham breathed. It unwrapped itself like a ball of yarn unwinding. Leafy limbs reached up, then pulled back. They stretched up again. It unfurled some more. In no time, the thing was an unbelievable six feet tall.
1: Graham, over
0: here. Perry lunged toward the door wall and shoved it open. Cold rain swept in. Graham didn't move. The plant waved. The monstrous bulbous top moved around as if searching for something. Then it leaped off the tray and wrapped around the spoon and Graham's arm. She screamed <laughs> like a little girl, <laughs> desperate to pull it off, but it seemed attached to her as if it were part of her body. Graham, come on, get outside. With another yell, <laughs> She scrambled toward the open door. She darted through and onto the deck with Perry right behind her. Rain pelted like bullets from the sky, soaking them both. The thing wrapped around Graham's arm emitted a high-pitched keening sound. Thank you. Okay, and we're done. (laughs) As if all the misery in the world were wrapped in that one cry, Perry shouted... Ah <laughs> And then you do that. Don't you have a script you knew you had stuff to do. What's the matter with you?? Yeah ah, there. Okay. as Graham raced to the deck's back stairs, the plant was still screeching <laughs> as her foot slipped on the last step. As that foot slid, the other pushed reflexively off the step above it, launching Graham forward onto the grass. The thing on Graham's arm writhed as if in pain. It's squealing, rending the day despite the downpour its leaves rustled like a dried out forest in a gale the bulbous top swayed sweeping back and forth stretching to become impossibly long its head shot toward Perry panic overwhelmed him and he couldn't move the bulb stopped the bulb stopped suddenly <laughs> <laughs> the bulb stopped suddenly a few inches in front of his face dead quiet descended well done Audience participation.
1: <laughs> See, that's what I do the sound yep. effects. Uh-huh.
0: The rain slackened and everything was still, even the keening. <laughs> Perry didn't move, breathe, or blink. The thing rocked slightly as if inspecting him. With a shriek, <laughs> it dove forward. Perry screamed ah! and jumped. The thing shot past him, then rotated away. As it swung around, Graham struggled to sit up. Silence fell again. As the odd plant came to a stop inches from Graham's face. Give give, give back. Nope. I'm going to lick it. Nope. <laughs> Perry was rooted to his spot on the deck. Graham didn't move. The screeching began again, then got higher. <laughs> until it finally ascended out of human hearing. <laughs> <laughs> the bulbous head darted past Graham then spun away
1: <laughs> this is visual
0: yeah it struck the ground with a thump and burrowed in <laughs> how's that go again? <laughs>
1: oh no 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 no, oh, no. I got myself with that one <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the vines did a thing. Um, <laughs> the vines unwound themselves from her arm, pulling themselves into the earth. There was no sound but the pattering rain. Not bad. <laughs> in the spot where the pasty plant had gone, there was nothing to see but grass. As if released from chains, Perry was finally able to rush down the steps to help Grandma. Okay. <laughs> a shovel lay in the ground from... wait a bit... "'Lay on the ground nearby from yesterday's fall cleanup. "'Frantically, he dug at the spot where the thing had buried itself. "'Perry, stop!' Graham said, laying her hand on his arm. "'He looked at her with wide eyes, but Graham just smiled. "'How could she be so calm?'
1: "'For now, we need to leave it be.'
0: "'Rain fell gently from a leaden sky. "'Droplets tapped on the deck just outside the kitchen, "'drumming on the patio chairs the family relaxed in on sunnier days. "'Muted daylight dulled the brilliance of the new green of the spring trees.' but the yellow luminescence of the light inside the house warmed everything. Perry inhaled deeply. The flaky, fruity aroma of the pies baking in Graham's oven overpowered the sharp scent of the rain. Graham hadn't baked a pasty since last fall, which meant they hadn't eaten one since then either. They both knew better than to eat a store-bought one. That would be one nasty pasty. Something pulled Perry's attention outside. (laughs) (laughs) He drifted over to the door wall and looked out.
1: Graham, there's something out here, he said. Let me have a wooden spoon.
0: You said it! I
1: can can say spoon. Spoon. It's the thesaurus, I can't say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Graham handed one to him, grabbed one for herself, which means I'm going to have to say it again, and they went outside. They clattered down the decks back stairs to the spot where that leafy bulbous thing had thrust itself into the ground last fall. Something had sprouted. Its green leaves bore a resemblance to the plant from last fall, but not really. This one was covered with golden brown blossoms. It didn't writhe or sway. It apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, <Kalina. laughs> Perry carefully prodded the foliage with his spoon. If you ever want Theo to struggle, give him a story that says foliage. He can't say it. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't say it had a face. Jelaine, did it have a face? It did not have a face. There, thank you. But it had a spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Graham poked it with hers. Her spoon. The thing didn't react any more than a normal plant would. Hmm, Graham said, then shook her head. Never mind. Let's go have pie. There were more weekends of baking pies, cookies, cakes, and breads. The plant outside grew like a a bush. (laughs) (laughs) Through the weeks, the blossoms became larger. About a year after that fateful fall day... Perry approached the front stairs of Graham's deck. The door wall slid aside and Graham came out smiling like the dawn. (laughs) She held something in one hand and motioned toward the bush with the other. He climbed the stairs so he could see the back of the deck. Where there were once large golden brown blossoms hanging from the branches, there were now miniature pasties. Graham opened the door wall further, and from the kitchen wafted a most delicious scent, the unmistakable, flaky, meaty aroma of baking pasties. And Graham's hand was a half-eaten one. Perry's jaw dropped.
1: Graham, are you sure those are okay?
0: He descended the decks' back stairs, reached out a tentative finger... <laughs> hey, gee, thanks for
1: pointing at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ...and nudged a tiny pasty that hung from the bush. A small puff of dusty particles escaped the fruit and drifted to the ground.
1: Are you sure they're not going to explode? Not only will they not explode, said Graham, I've been getting loads of the secret ingredient from this bush. My pasties are even better when it's fresh from the bush. You need to taste these.
0: Graham ushered him into the kitchen. Perry aimed one last suspicious glance at the pasty bush, turned, and followed his nose to pasty perfection. <laughs> it. Thank you, Julie. You what have been it? immortalized in life. I
1: have a special gift for you.
0: <gasps> Is
1: it
0: a spoon? <laughs> <laughs> it's a spoon.
1: <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Aaron can usually not say spoon.
0: It says spoon. a spoon says <laughs> spoon. That was spoon. Like the best. Presentation cost <laughs> <and posture ever. laughs> It is so sad that the audience will not be able to see that. Former ballerina, what can yeah. I say? I know how to pose. <laughs>
1: Alright, well, I would do the bubbling noise, but I'm I did all the other sound effects. We're going to take a quick break for a promotional message from John Walker.
0: Give uh, us your elevator pitch. Uh, Like Detective Dorn? How about Lovecraftian, but less insane, with a good dash of supernatural? Look no further than the Stafford Chronicles. The story of the private detective of the gods, Tom Stafford. In his latest adventure, Tom is in the middle of a gangland slaying that either points to the beginning of a war between two factions of gods, which is
1: bad, or an unstoppable (laughs) monster with no problem killing anything that moves. That would be worse. Tom, will stop the murders before he's the next casualty.
0: The Twain shall meet, Volume Nine of the Stafford Chronicles, available at your local Amazon or at the dealer table.
1: Just FYI, I gave it five spoons. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're much,
1: back no? at the Melting Podcast live.
0: <laughs> I uh, did we go anywhere? <laughs>
1: no. Do st- we usually go anywhere? I stayed here. What's yeah. next on the docket?
0: Well, we promised some audience participation, and and one of our favorite segments, one of everyone's favorite segments, and the only one that really involves audience participation would be a mystery meal. So we would like to do a mystery meal today.
1: For those of you who don't know how mystery meals work, we take take classic literature, (laughs) usually very famous scenes, and turn them into Mad Libs. We need your help giving us parts of speech. Erin's going to call them out. And I will be reading this travesty.
0: This one has never read a mystery meal before.
1: <laughs> usually, usually we get Theo to do it. But Which that's is great. The, but Theo, as you can see, is not here. He's been replaced by a book. He's, he's, no he's here in my
0: heart and on Gus's shirt. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright. I need a name.
1: Somebody give me a name. Drummable. Oh yeah. god. Oh <laughs> my god. The thing is, I know what I know what this oh, is, hell, too. How do you spell that? Wow. <laughs> or you can go Milo. Close. Oh my are oh, you said, said you can do Milo. I think if someone's got that name you can spell it however. <laughs> <laughs> How about zero bubble Milo? Color.
0: God. Uh-huh. You know. Alright, I need a verb. Defender straight. <laughs>
1: Alright. <laughs> Defend true. Defender
0: straight. You're lucky I was an English major and I can spell that. <laughs> Food. Come what?
1: <laughs> I knew are, I liked you you guys are saying these things knowing I will be reading this aren't you yes, yes. Uh, awesome. another verb <laughs> <laughs>
0: another food egg, egg what eggplant eggplant a verb
1: pontificate yes. yes a lot of these ones ending in a-t-e Fernicate, defenestrate, fornicate. Place. Did fornicate twice? Banzibar. A, <laughs> a lot of Z's, too. I can say Z's. Adjective.
0: Greasy. Grease. I heard greasy. I like that one. And it fits really, really well. Um, so you can tear
1: those pages apart and yeah, stop,
0: stop looking. I know what scene it is. I know, but stop looking. See, this is a barrier. This means no looking. Your mom's a barrier. <laughs> <laughs> Fair copy. Just on the off chance my mother ever listens to that, no, she's not. She's a saint. Noun. Thesaurus. Yeah, thesaurus. Ooh. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, I walked right into that one. Yeah. You set
0: yourself call up. Call back. Another verb. Squish. Squish.
1: <laughs> Squish.
0: A noun Velociraptor. yes <laughs> place a hey, place and oh, over. over what and over okay and over <laughs> and to the left
1: and through <laughs> adjective salubrious oh, oh. <laughs> All right, no more to you got to know what you do with the Charlie Brown. <laughs> Thesaurus light. If
0: I didn't spell that correctly, you know what it means. <laughs> no, I don't. Food. Pasty. <laughs> <laughs> Verb.
1: Flouncing.
0: Ooh. Flounce. We're not allowed to. You're going know. to put that on flounce. It's flounce on this. Noun. Detritus. The there you go. <laughs> I hope that's flouncing.
1: Detritus. Flouncing detritus. <laughs> I'm claiming that as my name is. Flouncing detritus. Flouncing
0: That's on my
1: punk rock band. I like it.
0: <laughs> A verb. Google. <laughs> <laughs> Animal. Animal. Animal.
1: Cat.
0: Cat. Okay. Sorry. But was no, I need two more verbs. Happening. Happen. Another one. Incarcerate. Another <laughs> <laughs> A T E. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right,
0: two more foods. Gummy
1: bear. Gummy bear. Gummy bear. Krabby Patty. Tiny beef weenies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I heard gummy bear and crabby Patty first.
1: <laughs> I, I like, I like tiny beef weenies. <laughs> tiny a name. <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paul Cooley. <laughs> I'm Paul Cooley. I'm Paul. I am the real Paul Cooley. Well, the real Paul Cooley please stand up?
0: Please stand up. <laughs> All right, more verbs. Send me verbs.
1: Annoy. <laughs>
0: okay, so annoy, I need another and one. In prison.
1: <laughs> Murder. (laughs) I like defecate, too, (laughs) though. Defecate. All right. I'll have have more uh, more verbs soon. Right now I need a noun. Spoon. I can say it. I can say it in German.
0: More verbs.
1: More verbs. Der Lufle. Defecate.
0: High thoughts, Seth. Another one?
1: Double defecate. Urinate. Urinate. Might as well go with Yeah, let's go with
0: urinate. (laughs) It's supposed to be a recipe,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, all right. You'll see what it is. Noun.
0: Whisk. Nice. Noun. Kale.
1: Kale? I said feel. Oh, oh theo. I don't
0: know. I like kale, too. <laughs> <laughs> kale. Yeah. Place. Charlie Brown's lap. Oh.
1: <laughs> 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 Oh, this is gonna it's be. It's not great. that exciting. I've been looking forward to this material for a month. Oh, have you tried it? <laughs> verb. Never tell at least about the
0: sunshine.
1: I need a verb. Snorkel.
0: Huh? Snorkel. 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 Yeah, she's never lived on a boat before. <laughs> animal. <And> Scott Pond. <laughs> that Scott
1: Pond's an animal. We're
0: almost there. We're almost there. Another place. Rawr.
1: <laughs> That's not a place. <laughs> it's a Morocco. Morocco. So oh. Adjective. Green. No, Yeah. Greenery. Green. That's adjective. Oh my gosh, really?
0: Mm-hmm. Verb. Last one, verb. Spank. <laughs> Hey. Did yeah. the green end up in a Keith? place where I think it yes. did? Yes. This is green eggs and ham. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Keith, you're fired.
1: <laughs> green eggs and ham by Dr. Seuss. <laughs> and, and and others. <laughs> I am Zerububu Milo. <laughs> Sam I am. That's Sam I am. That's Sam I am. I do not defenestrate, that Sam I am. (laughs) Do you like green kumquat and ham? (laughs) I do not like them, (laughs) Sam (laughs) I fornicate. This is
0: a dirty bad (laughs) libs.
1: I do not like green eggs and eggplant. (laughs) Would you pontificate here or there? (laughs) I would not like them here or Zanzibar. (laughs) I would not like them anywhere. I do not like greasy eggs and ham. <laughs> yes, you do. Don't lie. I do not like them, Sam I am. Would you like them in a, in, in a thesaurus?
0: <laughs> you did it!
1: <laughs> Would you squish them with a mouse? I do not like them in a house. I do not like them with a velociraptor. <laughs> I do not like them here or, here or there. I do not like them in Andover. I do not like salubrious pasty and ham
0: (laughs) salubrious pasty
1: alright I do not flounce them Sam I am (laughs) would you eat them in a detritus (laughs) would you google them with a fox (laughs) not in a box not with a cat not in a house not with a mouse I would not happen them here or there I would not incarcerate them anywhere (laughs) I would not eat green gummy bear and Krabby Patty. <laughs> I do not like them, Paul Cooley, I am.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> would you, could you in a car? Annoy them, ambulate them. Here they are. We I, still talk
0: about Cooley <laughs> Oh no.
1: I would not, could not in a spoon. <laughs> You may like them. You will defecate. <laughs> you a suggestion. First one then. The if it's a suggestion, ignore it. <laughs> you may urinate them in a tree. I would not could not in a whisk. Not in a theo. You let me be. I, I do not like them in Charlie Brown's life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm fine.
1: (laughs) I do not snuggle them with a fox. I do not like them in a house. I do not like them with Scott Pond. I do not like them here or there. I do not like them in Morocco. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not I do not like them, Sam I spank. I've been looking forward to doing this one for a month.
0: <laughs> 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 when we decided we were gonna do a mystery meal in the live show, this great exit there, great exit there! there, just like that, that just so like that. And now so we understand why you all laughed like demons when we said, "I just—I saw that."
1: Well, really? then somebody said fox. Someone <laughs> said animal. fox,
0: and that's why I was like, "No, I heard cat first. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, um, we still have about four minutes before we need to do Q and A. Okay. So we do have something a we can very use to brief. build up. Yeah, brief Q&A. Um Let's do
0: a brief boils yeah. my pot.
1: What boils my pot is when we rant about crimes in literature or movies. Or movies, <laughs> just in in media in general. We've ranted about um the tropes. Yeah, bad tropes like the the magical negro. We've griped about the laundry list of facial features.
0: Describing your character. Give us something to
1: rant about. Something that just irks the crap out of you. What you got? Myself or the wordage of my friend and I and such will get mixed up. Oh, like my friend and me and me, me, and, and, us. My, me and us. You like that. that that's no, your shit. No, story. no. Oh, God, I can't. I, no, don't even get me started. Well, you know what boils my pot?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but there's a chance this is vodka. <laughs> it's it not. It is not vodka. This is wine. <laughs>
0: oh. Well, to, to, to me um, and I, um, <laughs> I see something like that, and the first thing I think is either this person doesn't care or it's a style choice, or they're stupid, or they don't care, or but but really just, just seeing the, the the difference between me and I, it just shows a basic lack of understanding of the language that they are writing in. You know, if, if you want to come across as like like it doesn't bother me when it's in, in speech, like when someone's talking, because you don't speak the same way you write. So if it's just in a conversation between characters and someone uses me instead of I or I instead of me, whatever, that doesn't really bother me as much. Who speaks grammatically correctly? I just interrupted myself like five times right there. You are a special snowflake
1: (laughs) (laughs) who should be treasured
0: and kept among your kind. (laughs) Which I usually am. My problem is I interrupt myself a lot. I use a lot of semicolons in my speech. I'm not touching that. But, uh, but when I see it in, in description, in narrative and all, I I look at that and I just go, do you just not know? And if you don't know how, how do you not know that you're a writer, you should have a grasp of the language and going along with the, the me and I just, just basic grammatical errors in general uh, punctuation or not knowing how to use a semicolon or a colon, not knowing how to use quotation marks when speaking or, or, oh God, the one that gets me the most, this one really boils my pot is, uh, when you're writing out titles of books, putting it in quotation marks instead of underlining it, all those little things like that, you know, if, if people are going to call themselves a writer, they're going to be an author, understand grammar because that for, for someone who's Got an English degree.
1: I think what she <laughs> and me are trying to say <laughs> is don't do that. I, I I put that's where I put my. I, put I love words. you. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh.
0: But yeah, so that, thank you, is what boils my pot. You may applaud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are permitted to show your joy,
0: your adoration.
1: Yeah. Um, So we've got a little bit of time for any quick Q&A if anybody wants to ask us serious or non-serious questions. And
0: we'll play it like truth or dare. We have to answer Yeah, we have to answer.
1: So an AMA, basically. This is my honesty serum? (laughs) (laughs) No. Otherwise known as wine. Vintage grape juice. Vintage grape juice, yes. What is is the favorite story that you've ever narrated yourself?
0: (laughs) I have two. One is Bobby and Spinell
1: by Scott Roach. By I Scott Roach. That was that no, one, <laughs> you that just one was wanted
0: to mention. The other one is that.
1: For me,
0: please. Yeah, you, shut up, Cooley. Who's sitting in the front row? Um, <laughs> the other one is um, the one that Gus wrote. The dinosaurs. Oh God. <laughs> the little miniature dinosaurs that took over the yard. That that one was written specifically for me to narrate. So it was pretty much the way I tell stories—just that, oh my god! And then this happened. I didn't know what was going on, but okay, it was told that that one that recording probably had the fewest bloopers we've ever had. Yeah, because I just read it because it made sense to me. It made sense for my style. Um, and and a very recent one I did—the one that uh, Heath wrote, the one oh, about breathing um, chair. Yeah, mm-hmm. the the rocking chair with uh, the meditation and breathing in it. Just it. It read very organically. It was one that I, I actually lost myself in the story while reading it. Um, the recording you guys heard was my first read-through. Mm-hmm. It just... it That was one that was just organic. Yeah. It, reading that story was in itself a meditation. And I felt so refreshed after reading it. And I'm like, I hope this has the same effect on the people who listen to it. We I, had just, I interrupt- hope you get that from it.
1: We had more interruptions from my cat sneezing than <laughs> Um, for me the favorite one that I've narrated. I don't do a lot of narration cuz I'm not as good at it. That's why I do all the voices and sound effects. Um, was probably when we did our first Halloween show where there was a character named after me and I died. I don't remember the name of it
0: unfortunately.
1: <laughs> but I mean I got some in that story. So I liked narrating that. And then, you died. And then I died.
0: Fiction in that case was stranger yeah. than truth.
1: I saw another question, Johnny. <laughs> do either of you have any projects upcoming? Oh dear, sweet like for geez, the or you... in
0: general. In general,
1: uh, okay, you're...
0: that's almost a plug for you when it comes yes. to Gus.
1: Okay, oh, <laughs> <Nice>. hello,
0: yes, top. <laughs>
1: okay, my, my my current upcoming projects. Um, those of you who don't know, I just published the third of my Deadly Studies novellas about <laughs> about Luke Bertrand, a young growing up. Uh, a Who's young a man.
0: character from whose series?
1: John Walker's.
0: You know the one who asked this yeah. question. Um, so, so,
1: Assassin Assassin's Mark did just release this past Monday the fourth book, which I will actually release the title of right now, Assassin's Lover. It will be should be out in September. So that's number four. Um, I have. What else do I have? Um, crap. I can't. Well, I can't you even. You have be- some
0: non-disclosure. Agreements I have. Yeah, I have a couple of, of
1: NDAs. I can't really talk about. But I have two books that are under contract that should be released hopefully by this time next year. Yay! Those are full-length novels.
0: So it's pretty awesome when you know you can say that you have stuff you can't talk about because you know it's it's got to be it's up there, mm-hmm. guys. It's up there. Yeah. Um, as far as me, a lot of my <laughs> writing has been put on hold because I have an eleven-month-old baby. So Which is I've why been, she
1: wasn't at Balticon last year Because he was, was still in there I wouldn't
0: have fit behind this table even if you put me back here We'll just put it that way That child stayed in longer than he needed to He was comfortable Any, uh, uh, Too comfortable Anyway, he still is um, <laughs> But uh, I've I've written for the podcast before um, mostly, Most of what I have done Is editing, reading through I edited Gus's first novel That was ever released um, Like but, in 2010 Yeah, (laughs) that's been a while. We've both grown a lot since then. (laughs) But John has asked me to start working with him on possibly some short stories, and we'll see where it goes from the perspective of the mother of the main character of the Statford Chronicles. So another
1: spinoff. So another spinoff,
0: possibly, who knows, maybe it'll be a short story anthology. If I can get the words out there, might be novellas, we'll have to discuss and see what I'm able to put out. I'm extremely rusty. For the most part, I'm a blogger. I'm I'm an opinion writer. I can go on and on and on and on and on about
1: opinion Any other so. questions?
0: <laughs> My empire grows. Yes. What was the most challenging thing, in a positive way, <clears throat> that you've ever I, ever either written or narrated or participated? In? Well, number one, saying spoon. We'll go with that. Um, your alliteration. <laughs> You you don't realize it when you're just reading it on paper, but when I have to say it, you have a rhythm and an alliteration that I have to get used Go back to. to. I love it to though. To it's a
1: Recipe episode, you'll hear. Yeah, you'll hear
0: name. it. Uh, one of the biggest <clears throat> challenge was for um, Osiris. Osiris, when I had to make emit a steam. Uh, it was
1: a it was a sound like a ship's steam whistle.
0: And I was a male demon. She
1: was a rakshasa.
0: I was a rakshasa. And trying to make this, not just figure out how to make this sound, a scream like a steam whistle that somehow wasn't too high-pitched and wouldn't wake up my sleeping children in the other room while I was recording that, that was a very serious challenge for me.
1: Um, God, I'm trying to think what I, what's... You were
0: shaking the accent after recording of Oh, Osiris. yeah.
1: I, I spoke Irish for a couple of days after that. <laughs> or, 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 or <laughs> I, I do. It's like, once I can actually get into an action, I can usually switch them easily, but if I'm doing one for a long period of time, shaking it, I can't do. Um, which is makes it hilarious, because I'm doing at least five different voices during Balticon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you did well with Graham and Perry. Also,
1: what, thank you. <laughs> well, Perry just was me. Yeah. Um, what's the hardest thing, the uh, most difficult thing I've written. Um, honestly, up until this point... Um, the fourth Luke book, Assassin's Liver, because I don't really do a whole lot of romance. I don't have much experience in romance in my own personal life, so I'm just going off of whatever I can figure out. That's how and most nice. of us do it, just to enjoy your life. Oh, yeah. good. I'm, I'm fine okay. There is no manual. Right. One more question. One more question. Uh, what other panels are you going to be on this weekend? <laughs> 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 well, It's not actually on here, Hugh. We're not, listed as oh participants. We're not listed as participants in your panel, Hugh. But anyway, we will be in Dirty Mad Libs tonight. That's uh, Tomorrow, it. writing for audio. Um, why the Storyteller Needs a Narrator. And then tomorrow night, John and I have a book launch. Mm-hmm. Um, Doc Coleman has a book launch uh, tomorrow night that I am also doing a voice in. And then Sunday, the Metamore City podcast, or one. And then I suppose we're both in Freelance Hunters by Hugh O'Donnell. I'll be
0: reprising the role of Glory and any other voices he needs me to cover for and
1: him. I'll be Joaquin. We have done one of his stories. Oh before. yeah, Glory,
0: that was one of my favorite things I
1: did. <clears throat> Glory, that was voice awesome. is so
0: much fun.
1: Yeah, it's actually, like me as a
0: twelve-year-old.
1: <laughs> actually, narrating that was tough again because I'm not a very good narrator. It's oh, first no, person. oh no, what was
0: really tough was you doing Joaquin.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> We can All do
0: right. another question. That didn't take a long answer. Okay. Yeah. Anybody else have anything?
1: Please? Something? Any silly questions? Why oh,
0: is blue? Um, Any silly because questions? Because I broke my ladder. I was trying to paint it red. But I then changed my mind and I was listening to, to old rock and roll and I said I was going to paint it black.
1: Wait. Old rock and roll? Wow. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I think I we told should. Told you, I, I can think bullshit it's uh, with the best of them. <laughs> I think it's time to close things up. So, real quick, you can always go and check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash AF Grappin'. Back us, you get physical swag along you with. you that
0: says August Grappin', right, not yeah. AF Grappin', right?
1: Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it says AF Grappin', like this. Isn't it
0: adorable um, when he says fuck? It's so cute. It's like a little kid who's saying it's it and like making sure an mom doesn't hear. Mom <laughs>
1: Anyway, you get physical swag along with a, at least one bonus episode a year that only our backers get. We are hoping to start releasing some extra bonus content only for our backers. As little as $1 an episode really helps us out a lot. Um, you can go to com slash The Melting Podcast and get other physical swag like coffee mugs, t-shirts, with our lovely faces. We haven't done spoons yet. I can put
0: in an order with you for custom spoons.
1: <laughs> and of course, and of course, go to iTunes right now. Give us some stars. That would also help.
0: Seventy stars.
1: <laughs> Seventy stars.
0: One star. One star for me. Star. One star for Gus. One star for Theo. And one for each of my kids. So me, Gus, Theo, six. six okay. Stars. Six
1: stars. Anyway. So, real quick, if you ever want to submit stuff to us, we accept short stories up to 5,000 words. We also accept flash fiction up to 1,500 words based on our prompts. Erin, what is prompt number 12? Write a story
0: featuring some kind of mystic cheese.
1: And prompt number 13? Chris Jackson, I'm looking
0: at you. (laughs) And prompt
1: number 13, where did the corn go? Coolie, I'm looking at you for some reason.
0: He's in the front row.
1: I don't know you're corny.
0: Oh, no, that's you. You're projecting onto other people again.
1: Tell them what they can do. Unplug his
0: Um, um, um. That was uncapped for.
1: Send us stuff. And we'll use it to feed the masses.
0: Thank you guys. You've been great.